All right, welcome to another hour of the Unapologetic Hour. I'm yes. your host, Vaughn, and I have my lovely wife with me. Hey, everybody. Man, uh, each week has just been getting better and better. We're going higher and higher. We have some really good discussions, and today is going to be just in the same vein. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's wonderful when you have friends that are close to you like family. Mm-hmm. And so I remember a couple of years ago, I was like, Lord, I want a friend. And God sent me Stefan, and now he's my brother. So he stuck with me for life. <laughs> I'm just—he's just my brother now. He's just brothers for life. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna have our guests introduce themselves, and then we'll just start the discussion. Yeah, we'll jump right in. What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Stefan Debose, Pastor Steph, and I'm here with my lovely wife, First Lady Ty Debose, with Future Community Church, where we're what? Built to serve, serving to good others, and most of all, where we believe lives are restored. Yes, yes, yes. And it is a wonderful <laughs> ministry. We have done um, several partnership opportunities that we've had together um, in operating and doing ministry at a different level and in different ways. You know, God's given you guys a really unique um, way of doing outreach and you know, uh, discipleship and different things like that. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about, about what's coming? There's an event coming up on next weekend, and we would love for all of our listeners to support this event. So we want to give you some time to uh, just share some information about it. Absolutely. Well, again, it's a pleasure to be here uh, with you. Uh, the McGee's, yeah, come on, the <laughs> McGee's. Um, as uh, they mentioned, uh, the Lord has just blessed uh, us and impressed upon our hearts to uh, be intentional um, with our mission. Our mission, again, as you heard, is built to serve, serving to build others, and where lives are restored. And that will happen Saturday, January 29th, virtually Saturday, um, January 29th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we will be partnering with the Light of the Valley Church uh, here in El Grove, California. Uh, so just present a night of uh, celebration uh, and thankfulness, right, because we all have been through so much. Uh, over these last years, uh, it's weird to say now three years that we've been, you know, in this ongoing pandemic, but we know God is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Uh, he just wants us to celebrate and be thankful for the things that we can uh, recount, amen, and the things that we are uh, proud of. So uh, night of Thanksgiving, our, our theme is refresh, renewed, and restored. Refresh, renewed, and restored. First Lady, you want to tag on that? Absolutely. And we have great artists that will be um, joining us. We have Darius, Minister Darius Braxton, all the way from Fresno, California. And then we also have Sunday Best, um, one of the top five finalists. Her name is Ashley Cole. Yeah. Um, Like Minister Emetra said, she's cold, y'all. Ashlyn Cole. (laughs) So we're really, Ashlyn Cole, excuse me. So we're really excited that. Um, she's coming back to fellowship with us. And we promise you that this is going to be a night that you don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. Um, we're expecting mm-hmm. God to show up in a mighty way. Um, and you got to come get what you need. So we hope everyone tunes in. Yeah. So tune in. Okay. So you can join Light of the Valley's uh, social media platforms, Facebook or YouTube. Uh, and you can also join Future Community Church on our social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube. Um, and our website, www.futurecommunitychurch.com. You can get all that information. 
Yeah, and let me tell you guys, they throw amazing events. Last year, we did Praise in the Park. Mm-hmm. We went to El Grove awesome. Park. The, yeah. They had the mayor out there. They had community <laughs> partners out there. Yeah. Um, and most yeah. and most importantly, they brought God there. Uh, we had praise yeah. and worship, spoke, uh, preachers, spoken word. Like It was really an amazing event. I promise you, when you uh, tune in for next Saturday, We'll put the links in the website in the description box uh, on Facebook and our Instagram and things like that. You will be blessed. And uh, we're collecting coats, towels, blankets. If you are unable to drop them off, I will come pick them up. Let's not let's make sure that our homeless people or people that are in need have blankets mm-hmm. and coats and things mm-hmm. that they need because it is very, very it's cold, cold outside. It's, it's freezing. Really and the warming centers don't even open until it's 35 degrees or below. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm freezing at 73. <laughs> <laughs> but right, but we yeah. also don't want to forget to shout the McGee's out. Um, yeah. The organizations partner with us um, for both major events that we've thrown, um, Resistance as well as Diversify. Yeah, yeah I got that. <laughs> you got it. You yeah. got it this time. Right. <laughs> and Resistance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Y'all I, know I, that's a running joke. It's all right. right. Yeah, exactly. You had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's always amazing when you can do ministry with people that you consider family. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and um, one of the reasons why I had, uh, for those that don't know, Pastor Stefan married us. Yes, he did. Is because I wanted somebody. And we who- went to elementary school together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget about that. Right. Let's forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted somebody who, whose life. Uh, is a light that is an example of what I want to mirror my marriage and my and raise my future kids like. And so no other better person I could think of was Stefan to really to marry us. And so uh, getting into our topic, how do you and First Lady uh, have a balance with ministry? You guys are bivocational. You guys are full time in ministry and full time in work. You're full-time parents. You have your uh, grandbaby. Grand, grandparents. Yeah. 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 How do you guys find that that uh, balance, or what do you guys do to make sure you guys are um, mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, physically healthy, things like that? Well, you know, for all the viewers and listeners, let me just tell the truth. I'm drinking Starbucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Starbucks with four extra shots. All right. Yeah. So yeah, not even healthy at all. Spiritually, physically, not it's not good for me. Um, you know, but I, I say that in all seriousness, you know, we just, um, you know, we live a life of transparency, uh, First Lady and I, um, from the time we met throughout our 20 years of being married, if the Lord should say the same in February. Yes. And, um, you know, I think that's something you have to be okay with, you know, being okay with being transparent with one another, mm-hmm. be okay with being vulnerable with one another. Um, and because we do have children, just let our kids be kids, you know, yeah. and, you know, I try to you know, steer mm-hmm. them away from the title of preacher's kids, mm-hmm. you know, pastor's kids, like, no, nah, man, they're the devotees, you know, yeah. in their own right and respect uh, their space and, you know, respect what they like, what they dislike. And, you know, God will get the glory and whatever, you know, my wife tells it best with the story with one of our daughters. I'll let her share that. But, you know, I think transparency is, is key. Um, being okay with that, being really comfortable with being transparent, being open, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then I just, you know, in, in terms of our relationship, you know, just be okay with growing with each other, you know, mm-hmm. man, we get on each other's nerves. It is what it is, you know, but there's more times where it's just so fun, mm-hmm. you know, and to live in the moment and, 
and not really expect anything other than, you know what, if God should bring us back home together after a hard day's work, you know, hard days uh, of ministering or a hard day with the kids or grandchild, cool, you know, and look forward to those moments. And just to add to that, balance. The key word you said was balance. There's only 24 hours in a day. That's right. And you need your sleep in that time as well. And so really big on prioritizing your day and your week. Um, the plus about it is we have children who are independent. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> independent. Yeah, and they're so, older. Yeah. So a lot of, like, we really didn't have to stay on schoolwork and things like that. We had our schedule because, like you said, we have ministry. We have full daytime jobs. We have careers. We have children. And we're actively involved in everything our children do in school Absolutely. as far as extracurricular activities. Um, recently, I was appointed the assistant girls basketball coach. That's a whole hey. other topic. So that's going with your yeah. school for health because, you know, I'm. But you know what? We always find an opportunity to tie in ministry and yep. what we're doing we're a church that's outside the walls of the church if that makes sense we're definitely very active in the community we're involved in schooling and and we're really just involved in the community with our ministry and that's what's important to us we are a community church that's right that's right so i mean we're community church um, we're still virtual but we're we still have a strong presence Mm -hmm. in the community as well That's right. And you know what? That's a good point that you just made about being the church outside the church, you know, Mm -hmm. meaning outside of for all of our listeners just meaning outside of the four walls of the building itself. Mm -hmm. There's still ministry going on. And that's really the primary focus. I remember a couple of years ago, not even that long ago, the belief for the, the perception on being on pastoring was mm-hmm. you had to be in this building, your building had to be big, you had to have all mm-hmm. these people and members and all this stuff. And yeah. a lot of a lot of what people were saying were you can't be a pastor if you online. That's not that's not pastoring. But then guess right. what? The pandemic happened and all those same <laughs> <Everybody>. people <laughs> everybody right they now online too. But yeah. I think, and you guys can chime in on this, but I think that you know with the pandemic happening and just the shift of uh, ministry needs and and just mm-hmm. the the identity of the church being really shifted to more of an external thing instead of mm-hmm. everybody just come inside and and this is where mm-hmm. you can be healed delivered every all this stuff now it's an out outward thing you know it was kind of mm-hmm. pushed out like like God was saying get out of here like go there's yeah. people outside out. who need help yeah. but I yeah. feel like in a lot of cases it's been very beneficial what do you guys yeah. how's it been for your ministry even I would I would absolutely agree. It's been extremely beneficial. Let me tell you, when COVID happened, I know it's still present, but when it happened and everybody was forced to be on lockdown, shut in, in your homes with your cohort, your family, right. um, for some people, that was probably scary. But for us, it was incredible. Yeah. That meant that us as a family, because we're, 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 we're in the infancy stage, if you will, of ministry. I say that because we've only been pastoring for almost three years. Mm-hmm. And so when that, when my husband was appointed, um, it seemed like everything was moving so fast. Yeah. And so our kids in a transition, I remember our kids saying, does that mean we have to be perfect? I'm like, <laughs> you don't have to change anything no, about you. You not keep being you. I'm Mommy's going to keep being her. 
and because you are already walking in ministry, it's, it's yeah. title, but you were already walking in ministry. Absolutely. And I, I say that when we were forced to be shut down and locked in, we saw our kids come to the table in a, in a whole different way when it came to ministry. We didn't force it on them. They want to be a part. And so our family was coming together and just making it happen to where I'm like, God, I see this is what you wanted us to do. You wanted us to become strong first in the ministry yep. so that we can take it out. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, of course, it's not always going, it's not going to be perfect. But I tell you what, we had the best experience. Our daughters authored two books yes, during the yes, pandemic, yes, you know, just shouting them out. And that's, that's them with the help of Dr. Danae. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it worked for us. Now, yeah. that might not be everyone's testimony, but we found the good. Yeah. It brought our family. We already were a strong family, but I feel like it brought us stronger. We know how to do more than we ever could imagine when it comes to social media and, um, you know, church presence. Our, our younger daughter is really the one helping to drive that. Yeah. And she's, she self-taught herself how to do a lot of that. So I'm saying that ministry starts in the home first. If you, how can you go out and minister to, each other, to anyone else when you don't have your self together. That's Does that right. make sense? Like when, yeah. when you don't have that presence. And I think that's what pastor is saying, being transparent. We are very mm -hmm. transparent. Um, I think that's why we're making it 20 years and yep. beyond because yep. we're, we're, we, we enjoy growing together. Absolutely. Does that make sense? So, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and to your point, you know, first lady, you know, nailed it. Um, you know, for us, when, when future community church was birthed uh, by the Lord, uh, we, you know, we had maybe a couple of months, six months, seven months, you know, in a building, we were at a school, sharing a school, um, gymnasium, and then the Lord, you know, said, okay, pandemic, and so we wanted to kind of do the whole virtual, you know, Facebook thing, you know, but we just didn't really dive into it, but okay, cool, it thrusted us into that, but even before that, when the Lord was birthing Future Community Church, the Lord had shared with me, and I shared with my, my family and then the, the partners, that we're going to strategically be in the community. Every mm -hmm. We dedicated one Sunday out of the oh, month. Yep. No questions asked. We're not going to have 11 a.m. service. That 11 a.m. service will be outside somewhere, and that's what we're going to do, um, you know, once a month. And so that, that literally we were already doing that. We were already in the community. I think, you know, we had a youth event at the Bowman Alley, mm -hmm. Country Club Lanes. We went to Elk Grove Park several times. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we did a homeless um, day of worship you know, in, in Richards Boulevard. So we were already doing that. God had already taught us how to do that. Our first two services of Future Community Church was in the clubhouse of the apartment that we were living in at the time. So we were already being the church, you know, mm -hmm. at a clubhouse with a swimming pool, going up barbecue, having good food after yeah. church, you know, and inviting anyone in the apartment mm -hmm. to come. You know, so God was already, he already birthed that, you know, so for us to go into pandemic, it was like, oh, we've already been doing that, but now we get to fine tune that. Yeah. And that's what I love about you guys as churches that you guys are not afraid to be in the community, you know, because there's some churches that is in a neighborhood and the neighborhood don't even know that they're there. They don't even know. They don't yeah. even know who the pastor is. They don't know. Yeah. And, you know. They don't know because they're not a part of the community. And what I love about you guys, you got dedicated time to be out with the people that you serve. And mm -hmm. I think that helps everybody change their perspective about church. When yeah. I see a church in the community, I feel then like this church is for me. Like that, this church is here to help with my needs. And that's what I've always admired about you guys' ministry is that you guys 
in, have the church, but you guys are bring the church in the community, and then you bring the church on your job. Like you guys are unapologetically bold about Christ. You guys take God wherever you guys go, and you guys are transparent. And your kids see that you guys are transparent, and they know that it's real. So you guys yeah. are not preaching one way out in the church, and then when you come home, living something else. No, nope. you guys are transparent. That's right. And your kids are thriving. You got one, uh, one niece. My niece is in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands of dollars of scholarships. Four point You have a kid in the military. Uh, the other, yeah. my other niece is doing well. Got her driver's license. gonna be calling you. Did she text you already? <laughs> no, she ain't texting yet. <laughs> But that the kids is a reflection of the upbringing yeah. of the parents. And just I want to give you guys a shout out. Like you guys are doing an amazing, amazing job. And I'm taking notes. So when we have our kids, I'm going to be like, this is what Pastor and First Lady be doing. <laughs> Man. You know, I'm my kids you know, with, so, so a nine can lay hands on them. <laughs> and um, you know we trust God, you know, and I'm not saying that any, is any different, you know. But there's just moments, man, where you just gotta, you just gotta be real, man, you know, and and come to a place to hear your children first of all, because our our children have taught us so many things, you know, just growing up, but definitely during this pandemic, you know, they 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 taught us things. These kids are woke, yeah, you know, they're very yeah. innovative, mm-hmm. you know, they're very innovative, man, and you just gotta listen to them and give them space to speak, to create, you know, and, you know, you don't have to formulate it and make it be one thing, you know, and make it be one way, man. And so we just, you know, we're so humble, man. And, you know, there's no formula for us. It's just like, trust God, man, you know, and literally, you know, raise your children with the fear of the Lord, but don't also overbear your children to where they hate church Mm. and where they hate having a relationship with Jesus. And they Mm -hmm. they just don't want to have nothing to do with salvation. You know, and, and I'm a bear witness to that. You know, we're a bear witness to that. Like, you know, we don't have our kids in church seven days a week. They need balance, like First Lady said. Yes. You know, they yeah. got to go yeah. sports. They got to go out, mm-hmm. hang out with their friends. You know, they need time to go just hang out in their room. You know, be on social media. And we got to trust them. You know, yeah. trust them, be on social media. Know that we've taught them, you know, right from wrong. And they're not going to get off into something weird. But if they get into something weird, know that they have the open door policy to come yeah. to me you know, me and my wife, and we're going to listen first. You know, we might spare the ride later, but, you know, we're going to at least listen and hear you out, you know, talk this thing through. You know, we, we have that experience. As you know, our daughter is in college. Um, and I think, uh, actually, I know our parenting was a tremendous success. I'm going to just say that. What? Because, or yeah. is, is a success. Because, what, let me tell you. She's had her opportunities to go to parties and she's been to a couple just to see and her and her roommate both said, not our thing. You know, we've seen it, not yeah. our thing, but yeah. that's part of, we didn't, we didn't shelter yeah. them like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, yeah. when kids go off to college and I'm sure people are like, Ooh, I wonder what Nyla's going to do while she's out. She's been to a couple, but she's like, that's not my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, um, her and her roommate, Sierra, reached out to me and said they want to start a prayer group on campus. Hey. That's amazing. Yeah, that's come, amazing. On, come on, Hannah and Hallelujah. First Lady Ty, how we partner? We taking it to yep. Cal Yeah. Yeah. But that Thank wasn't you, something that you, I told them to start. You guys need to do this, that. Let them 
figure it, figure out. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she came back just a couple days ago and said, we want to start a prison mm-hmm. on yeah. our campus. Yeah. And you know what? That's really, I mean, that's amazing. Because I know when I went what? to college, partying was my thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did it well. You said, hello. I wasn't worried about nothing party. and nobody. Well. <laughs> Church was not on the list. On, I was an adult. I was free. Please. I am so proud of them. <laughs> Yeah, listen. Stayed out the way. I mean, we're we're those kids. Stayed out the way. What what can we do? You got to let them bump their elbow. And I'm going to bed now. I'm going to be. I'm not be. I'm not calling twenty four hours a day. Ain't checking on you. Checking, you know, the iPhone locator. Like, if we really say we trust God, and if we really say, God, we trust you as parents because you lend us these children. Then you got to let him do him. Yeah, literally. You know, was it easy? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like first two months, I was tripping. You know, first time she was on school, I was like, oh, God. You thought you had to take your gun down there? I did. I was like, son, we're going on a father and son trip. You're taking it. You ain't telling your mama, and you ain't going to tell his wife. All right. We're doing a turnaround. You know, you just got to have balance, man. And if you know God has never failed you yet, I know he won't fail my children. Yeah, that's right. I know he won't. That's right. That's right. He won't. And because you raised them right, even if the choice was we're going to go party and live our life and do, you know, other things while in college, you know, God has a way of of, of taking us a full circle and we just come back. I mean, it's biblical. The Bible says it. I mean, we just come right back because of what we know and who we know him to be, who what we've learned about him. You know, that's why it is beneficial as much as sometimes us as kids and young people. Um, sometimes we hate some of the things or we just really are like, I can't wait to get out of my parents' house because I'm about to do this and do that. <laughs> but then like as you get older and you go through different life experiences, you realize like, man, maybe they wasn't so off as I thought they were. <laughs> maybe they weren't yeah, so many Yeah, get that first bill, get that first rent yeah. bill. You in there like, I got to pay all this right. by myself? All of it. Not a portion. All, all, all of it. All of it. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. All of it. Mm-hmm. I don't have nobody yeah. waking me up no more. I got to get up on my own and go to work and go to Come school on. and and Come be on. an adult. What? You know, Come it's on. a whole different know, life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, you know, I know we're going to dive into a couple of topics, you know, but I think, you know, spiritual care, physical care, mental care is is all the same. And what I mean by that is because it's all a testing of your faith, number one. Two, mm-hmm. it's all a building of your character, right? And then, as Christians, it's all a matter of, is that an obedient moment for you or a disobedient moment for you? Right. Wow. You know, wow. and, and yeah. so, like, we just, you know, we, we've been on that as a, as a ministry, as a family, you know, just to be like, yo, man, if God's giving you these obedient moments, man, like, you need to be obedient. But how do you obey something if he doesn't allow you to be in a disobedient situation? Okay. I'm not going to preach tonight, but how can you obey something if, if you're not in a disobedient situation? Yeah. And so for me, as a father, as a man, as a husband, it took me to humble myself and really see that. I was like, okay, man, my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter, my son, they, you know, they're at that age. They, they might go, you know, do whatever they do. And if they're disobedient, okay, then that's a moment for God to say, you have a moment to be obedient. Yeah. And a moment for me to just sit there, you know, tear my kids down, beat them down, talk about them, and then get up there on Sunday morning and preach. And then people, my kids looking at me like, bro, you just got done 
Right. right, you just got that tearing us down all week long. Now you up here in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the kids, they're, they get it. They yeah. won't. They do. They won't. They do. They're going to tell you. They're yeah. going to tell you. Yeah. And I, you know, I challenge my children. You know, I did, and I meant it. I said, listen, if there's any time I'm up before God's people, you know, and that's never my desire, but if, if there's any time I'm before God's people and I say something that's off the Richter, you stand up in the middle of where I'm at. You say, Daddy, that is not the word of God. <laughs> Or give me a clue. Give me some hand signals or something. I was like, and that's not anything I, I, I would ever do. And that's not my intention. But I said, I want you guys to keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. How dare yeah. I be a, a man of God, a carrier of the gospel, and my own children knowing, you know, something's weird and they don't want to, they they're afraid to say something. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I think, you know, with this generation and things, uh, we we want the transparency. You know, we want mm-hmm. the truth. It's mm-hmm. it's time out for the masking and, you know, yeah, something what we talked about last time with the mental health aspect of ministry and, you know, just dealing with the masks that we use to cover up certain things or mm-hmm. to not disclose certain things. And that's what I appreciated most about the Pure campaign that we did together. That was yeah. an amazing mm-hmm. um, mentoring program, you know, that mm-hmm. we implemented. And it was one of transparency. We were able to bring in even other instructors and and yeah. and people who've been through different walks of life and just share with our teenagers, yeah. you know, and just be real with them. That, that one day we sat down and had a whole panel discussion about like just sex. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 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 yeah. getting physical and and you know, like going through puberty and all these things. But we need to be having these real conversations because guess what? If we're in the body of Christ and we're not talking about it. They're going to yeah. learn it from somewhere. And we don't want distorted teaching. Yeah. Right. Because I think we've all been in those situations where we've we've literally been Absolutely. in a, a situation, a scenario of distorted teaching. And so, you know, everybody's at a different walk in their their path. And so the right. you know, what you latch on to is very key. So I, I I love the transparency of just your personal life, but also in ministry as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, I'll say this and, you know, I'll let First Lady speak. Um, you know, we just want to shout out the McGee's, you mm-hmm. know, those of you that are listening, because, you know, my wife and I grew up as firm believers. And I know the McGee's have of a village, you know, it mm-hmm. takes a village outside of your parents. Mm-hmm. And the McGee's are our village. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not anything that we've asked of them, you know, but our daughters, you know, specifically, have gone to Minister Vaughn and Dr. Denae on personal. And we're gonna we're gonna hold that point. This discussion is getting really, really good. Yeah, but we're gonna come come right back. We're gonna break for want, commercial. We don't want you to get cut off, Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 